lockdown, Brexit, the labour and driver shortage, the runaway inflation and the fast depleting stocks of commodities because of the Russia-Ukraine conflict. We are certainly living in unprecedented times. But Finsbury Food Group has been able to navigate through these challenges and adjust accordingly, especially as the UK's bakery sector, in particular, is rebuilding back to pre-COVID levels. We chat to Daryl Newlands, marketing manager of Finsbury, to find out the company's strategy to keep its head above water. How is Finsbury coping? Uh, I think Finsbury's coping uh, re relatively well in, in, in terms of what's happened over the last kind of 18 months, two years with regards to, to, to COVID and what, what that's brought to, to, to certainly our business and also the industry as well. I think from our point of view, we, we made some changes very early with regards to the pandemic to, to adapt our business to the level we could to try and sustain supply. I think mm -hmm. from that, that's probably put us in a front foot going forward uh, with regards to continuing supply to a to level we can. Uh, and that's just COVID aside in terms of what's been happening in more recent times with regards to the, the economy as a whole. With the lengthy lockdown periods now seemingly over, the UK bakery sector is rebuilding. What advice would you give a business to navigate this obviously still difficult quagmire? I think, being whole honest, I think to navigate it, I think it's about it's about understanding where your capabilities lie and maximising your supply chain and making sure that what you're delivering to the customers, you're delivering you're supplying in full and to the quality you can do. I think there's too many other factors in the environment at the moment that's affecting that, uh, how, how businesses run over and above COVID. And I think from that point of view, it's just making sure that you're able to, to maximise what you're able to do. And I think one thing that's very clear and, and it's a very obvious thing, I think, Certainly from a Finsby point of view, we, we put the consumer at the heart of everything we do. So it's making sure that we're still in tune with the consumer, but also making sure that we're delivering products that's going to meet those occasions that the consumers are looking for, but also at the same time, keeping our relationships at a strong level with our retailers, because ultimately that partnership is key to enable us to, to work as a, a functioning business collector across the supply chain. Can you tell me a little bit more about Finsbury? Yeah, sure. Well, Finsbury's, a, a, as, we, as we kind of position ourselves, we're probably the largest specialised bakery in the UK uh, and we manufacture bread, cake and morning goods. So we manufacture a, a range of products that are, are retailer own label branded and also uh, licensed branded as well. So we have a real broad offering of product and formats to the market. And, and as, as I mentioned before, we've specialised. We, we try to ensure or we, we manufacture products that, that hit every occasion that we can from a cake and bread perspective. Uh, perspective. So, for example, uh, from a cake perspective, we manufacture celebration cakes that cover off birthdays and, and wide occasions so families can get together and, and celebrate to everyday cake snacks and, and sharing cakes and also seasonal. So very much touch points around around those occasions and also special occasions throughout the year, around Christmas and Halloween and such like. But also from a bread point of view as well, it's about what, what we do from a bread aspect as well in terms of those occasions and those eating occasions where it's from a breakfast point of view and the consumption around breads and, and rolls right the way through to lunch and dinner. Uh, and whether or not it's at retail, but also from a food service perspective as well. So very much around how we can, how the broad portfolio can deliver what, what the market's looking for ultimately. How healthy do you see the UK's bakery sector being at the moment? It's a, it's a very good question. Sitting in, uh, sitting within this business where we manufacture cake and bread, cake cake obviously is a very permissible permissible treat, and it does it does contain uh, high levels of sugar and fat. Albeit from a Finsbury perspective, we still work within the guidelines that, that we have to with regards to those, and also from a retailer perspective as well. So there's elements there that 
cake and treating is always about that permissible treat, as I said. Bread is slightly different where there's aspects where we can really drive the, the kind of wellbeing and health agenda around that in terms of the formulations and the types of bread we manufacture. Uh, but again, on, on the cake aspect, we, we're an evolution, evolution of our business and how we develop products from an innovative perspective is we're looking to try and drive more formats and give the consumer more choice with regards to a more healthier, a more wellbeing choice within cake uh, without compromising on taste and what they expect cake to be. You garnered some unique insights into the evolution of the industry over the course of the pandemic. Can you go into these for us? I, I think in terms of the evolution and that, the recovery from post-pandemic, I think we've we've always been on that journey and, and tried to work within the parameters that's been able us to do that. I think, as I mentioned earlier on, it's about ensuring that we're in tune with the consumer, but also also the the, 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 retail, uh, the customer, as we would call a retailer. So it's about it's about ensuring that we're developing products and innovation. And innovation is a key part of what we do as well as, as a, here at Finsbury Foods with regards to identifying key trends within the market. And then mm-hmm. how we overlay them into key products, whether or not they're targeting those occasions that I mentioned earlier, or whether it's a specific brand that we go and license and create a partnership with, uh, or, 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 to the, or to the fact it's actually specifically around well-being and more healthier living, where we're trying to develop a product that's more that's an everyday product seen by the consumer, but it allows them something that's a little more permissible when it comes to looking for a treat that's more specific to the dietary or their, their well-being requirements. How are you poised for the upcoming HFSS regulations? It's a good question. I think that's a, that's a good question that I think industry-wide has, has been asking ourselves for, for a little while now in regards to how uh, how we can position ourselves as a business. I, I think certainly from a point of view, we've been working as close as we possibly can with retailers in regards to how we can we can navigate in terms of being able to work within those parameters, but at the same time still offer the consumer the choice that they're looking for. Uh, as a business, we, 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 we've been working on projects uh, internally in regards to how we can reformulate certain recipes and products that, that will allow us to, to meet those HFSS standards to allow or to provide the consumer with that additional choice. I think if you ask the consumer what HFSS means, they don't know at the moment. However, mm-hmm. from the formats going forward and how retail certainly will be laid out in the future, I think that will become outcome come into the fore uh, as, as a month months go on in regards to what the product offering and what's available to the customer. So I think it's it's a it's a it's a it's a journey on the HFSS uh, process. So I'm starting a little bit in terms of the in terms of the, the evolution of how that's going to play out. However, based on on how we how we are going to position ourselves as a business in terms of how we take uh, and how the how the market's going to play out and from an HFSS perspective. I think that will determine how products and, and innovation is brought to the market uh, uh-huh. and how, how businesses will build that offering for the consumer going forward. Uh, I think that's that's key with regards to and even that balance of, of what, what HFS will, will, will require as, as, as new stores and formats are laid out and that's driven forward into the market. Probably a reflection of the last kind of six to nine months. I think it's not only been COVID. I think the market has been a, there's been a massive change in the market and it's probably been a really strange couple of years for, for the industry. And I think... Certainly, from a point of view, I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. But I, I think from every businesses out there, certainly in your category and cake and bread, I think everyone's trying to work hard to really navigate that. So I think over the coming months ahead, it's going to be a, a continued challenge market for manufacturers and also the consumer. Uh, so I think collectively, it's just making sure that we can try and drive some a lot about happiness into everybody's everyday lives, when it's from a bread and cake perspective, and try to do that uh, uh, during during these times ahead. Uh, you've recently broadcast a, a range of NPD launches. Can you bring us up to date? Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, I've mentioned it earlier on. We, we, we innovate and we launch a lot of products every year with regards to uh, to, to bringing newness to, to the market. And, and, and that's 
something that we really excel ourselves on in regards to what that looks like, certainly train-driven. Uh, we, we do what we, we key retailers around around driving own-label uh, uh, product innovation, and that's driven around key trends and flavour profiles, and also working alongside their their key strategies by retailer. But also what we try to do as well is, is, is identify and work with different brands uh, within the market that allows us to bring something new or experiential to the market that's, that drives a point of difference. So, for example, we have over a 20-year relationship with Thornton's where we can bring that element of indulgence to the to the category, right from snacking right across to celebration cake to more adult brands like Diageo working with, with the Bailey's brand and the Gordon's Gin, where that's a real point of difference and a trend driver. To then working very much in the kids' area with regards to signing the right licences or identifying the right licences that from preschool right through to adult where uh, if the family can buy a, a key centrepiece birthday cake that, that they can enjoy, uh, enjoy as a family and that can be anything from Disney to Warner Brothers uh, and right the way through to some of the movies that are hitting, uh, hitting the screens at the moment regards to Jurassic World being one that's, that's, that's going to, that looks to be a big blockbuster so it's making sure that we're able to do that and we drive a lot of innovation to real drive a real point of difference in the market and what we products we offer. Fantastic. You obviously depend a lot on brand licensing. Is it a route that you recommend that others follow? Yeah, I think when you say depend on, we, we don't we don't depend on it as an absolute. I think we've got a real real good balance of own label and brand, and that, that allows us to drive that real point of difference and be unique to our, our customer base. When I, when I say that retailers. Uh, however, I do think it's a very it's a it's an important aspect of our business because it does allow us to bring point of difference to the market and it does allow us to be a little bit more experiential when it comes to different formats and trends that allows us to do that. But I think it's all about getting the balance right between what we do from an own label perspective and a brand perspective because some brands can translate well into product, whereas sometimes are better suited in an own label as well from a retailer proposition perspective. So the balance is absolutely key from that perspective. In your opinion, what do you think the next big trend will be? Yeah, uh, it's always a good question. I think we we try to work just to try and put some some detail around that. I think we try to work 16 to 18 months out regards to what the future is going to bring. So, and it's about trying to identify what those trends are going to be. So, I think previous trends that this came through we've had a lot around the, the kind of uh, the kind of boozy desserts and the kind of newer uh, pro, uh, product occasions. So more deserting around around after meal rather than snacking and cake occasions during the day. But again, obviously the ones that have been around, like so speculos cakes to the, the cookies and cream, they've been around. So what the future will lie is something we're still working through in regards to that. But certainly there's some interesting stuff coming down the line uh, that, that we'll bring to market over the, over the coming months that will that'll, that'll continue that drive around what's what's really trend-driven or what we'll try to bring to the market to, to test to see if, if, if we get the real engagement. And it's a, it's a real credible trend we can take forward further. What is Finsbury's five-year growth strategy? The five-year growth strategy, that's a great question as well. <laughs> uh, and I, I, don't laugh, and I don't laugh at that in jest because actually every business has to have a strategy and we, we, that's one of the key things that we absolutely have. And I think we, we are very forward-thinking business in terms of how we approach our uh, factories and, and how we approach our customers and consumers, how we, we, we invest in the business ahead of the curve with regards to getting that longevity of, of what we do as a business. Uh, but again, it's all about ma- making sure that we are we're driving the aspects of what the category requires and the consumer requires, but making sure we are we're driving the formats and, and, and the profiles and the manufacturing capabilities we have to enable us to do that. I think I think going forward, I think obviously the market is absolutely going to change over the over the coming years ahead, and it's just making sure we're we're fit for that future change. Uh, and at the moment, that's kind of where our strategy lies and ensuring we, we deliver that on a, on a constant basis to ensure that our relationships with retailers. And my, and my brand partnerships as well as that consumer offering is absolutely at the, at the, the forefront of, of the market. Yeah.